You found yourself on another episode of Locked On Bulls. On today's episode, me and Pat will be continuing our player previews today with Nikola Vucevic. We'll also about things that the Bulls need to improve on this upcoming season and HBO launching live sports with BR Sports Live. We'll talk about all that and more right after this. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 different infections. Get yours at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Pat, let's get into the first topic today. We've been doing player profiles all week. We are continuing yeah. it now with Nikola Vucevic to wrap up the core three. Uh, we'll get to the other players on the team tomorrow. But uh, when you look at Nikola Vucevic, man, playing all 82 games last season, uh, was 18 and 11 basically for the season. Uh, what do you what What are your expectations for Nikola Vucevic's upcoming year? Listen, I'm just hoping the assist numbers go the right direction. You know, I, I saw Vuce throw a lot of passes to open players that couldn't knock down shots. I'm hoping that that changes this year. Year. I hope that P. Will starts the season more confident because P. Will was the recipient of a lot of those passes and he would like pump fake on the three early in the year and then drive to the bucket. Um, and I think realistically, Vooch is what we want Vooch to be in as a number three. I know a lot of people don't like Vooch's game. I know a lot of people look at Vooch and say, oh my God, he's not a perimeter defender. He's not a lockdown defender. He's actually a pretty good defender. I, 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 if I'm not mistaken, among most of the defensive metrics, I think he really ranks like top among 10 for centers. Like, bro, yeah. like, I don't even think top 10. I think he's like top five, bro. I'm not going to lie funny. to you. Like, when you look at a lot of the defensive rankings and different stuff like that, like Vooch actually grades out as a pretty good defensive center. Uh, I hope that there is more of a defensive effort next to him, whether it's Torrey Craig or it is Patrick Williams, so that we can see that accentuated more. But we've talked about it, right? There are certain centers that he goes up against that he can't stop. There are certain centers that he goes up against that he's elite against, right? Nikola Jokic yeah. is one of them, and it's very, very weird. Um, realistically, though, I think that this is a... Uh, it just, it, I, sorry, I just want to sneak that in there uh, on your point. Uh, Nikola Vucevic... Per defensive metrics, not just defensive rating, the yeah. eighth best defensive center in the league last season. Better than Bam Adebayo, DeAndre Ayton, uh, and it, Afrin Singoon. I love Singoon. Shout out to that. Afrin Singoon. Yep. Now, Singoon's a bad defender, though. So, I don't know. I not, Now I got to question the metrics a little bit well, more. I'm, I'm not going to. above, though. I just named players that he was above. Oh, he's uh, above them. Okay. Yeah, Singoon's yeah. defensive rating was a 117. That's, that's, that's terrible. That's, that's crazy that... Uh, that Bam out of bios below him on that. I'm not gonna lie. That's a little that's that's surprising, actually. Although Bam had a bad season. Bam was like everybody forgets this. Bam was very mid last year and then had like a good series and was mid still for most of the playoffs. But anyway, I mean uh, offensively, I just, he was he was nice all season. He, he averaged was, over 20 points. He was he was nice offensively. Yeah. I get that. Um, but I just I think that um, you know, with Vooch, right? Like 
He's the third option on his team. If Vooch was the second or the first option, I think that we would see the Nikola Vucevic more that we saw during uh, um, his time with Montenegro in the uh, in the in the FIBA World Cup and all that. But you're not going to see that here on the Bulls because there is a Zach Levine, there is a DeMar DeRozan. I just want the understanding of Billy Donovan to see what you saw from Vooch. And when you go through those moments where you're struggling to find a bucket, you get the ball down to him. I mean, yeah, that that's the really the things that I want to see from Vooch this season is kind of out of his control to a degree. Like, I want to see him utilize better in the offense. That's going to take Billy Donovan having to adjust his system. One thing that we don't that I don't trust is Billy Donovan adjusting his system. Like you said, all Chicago Bill, coaches adjusting their system at this point. That's kind of where James we live. James Wade ain't a Chicago coach no more. That's true. This is true. He's a Toronto <laughs> coach. Toronto uh, cook. Shout out to him and that horrible ass fan base. But um, yeah, terrible fan base. Uh, but with that said, uh, garbage people. <laughs> like, I didn't feel I, like, bad about that one. You threatened a ten-year-old. Garbage people. Yeah. As as a third option, Vooch was everything that you want. One of the better third options in the league. Like it's just yeah. is what it is. Like so, you know. You said the assist numbers, that's fair. And that, again, goes to other players around him hitting shots. One thing that I will say that I do want to see a little bit better from Vooch is be more selfish. If, if Billy Donovan doesn't call it, be a little bit more selfish because I think that he, he can offer something that this Chicago Bulls team does drastically need. And if Billy Donovan isn't seeing it, I hope that the players on the court see it and try to empower Vooch a little bit more specifically in second halves of the game. And I think the biggest thing is, too, right? Like, everybody wants him to be this continual stretch big where if the shot's not falling, don't keep forcing it. Get down there. Get in the paint. Go go back to the basket, right? Those are the moments, to me, that Vooch can dictate, right? I get it, right? The system, you have to play in the system or else it's gonna there's going to be chaos on the court. But there's mm. moments where DeMar DeRozan gets to do what he wants to do. There's moments where Zach Levine gets to do what he wants to do. I need to see those moments for Nikola Vucevic where he gets to do what he wants to do. He says, you know what? We're struggling right now. Get me the ball down in the paint. I'll establish myself. Because every time we see him do that, you start to see it cook. And I think that that's realistically where this Bulls team has their that, – that's the one guarantee I think we have. There's very few people in the NBA that can stand in front of Nikola Vucevic defensively and keep him from scoring in the paint. I've seen him do it on Joel Embiid. I've seen him do it on Nikola Jokic. I've seen him do it on – uh, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. I've seen him, do, right? Like, uh, uh, name whatever your bam out of bio, right? Like, name whatever your best defensive center is. I've seen Vooch thrive when he's down in the paint against those guys. And I think that that's the only thing that I, I'm not going to say the only thing that and DeMar DeRozan's mid range are the two things that you can count on 110% of the time and say, when I need something to go right here, I can rely on this. I just want to see Vooch utilize that, even if it's not a part of what Billy's doing right now, right? Like, there have to be the the one thing that that I guess is not as canceled watching winning time has showed me is there's sometimes where you got to look at the coach and be like, hey, you're wrong. And I know it. And I'm going to just go prove it to you real quick. Yeah. And worst case scenario, you just bench me. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a case in point there. I, th- ah, Vooch, I, I just really wish the criticism for what Vooch isn't stops and realize that we have a damn good center here. I just really wish that that would happen. I wish the criticism for him for what isn't would be stuff that he actually did in the past that now he doesn't do. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, Muggs complained about him being an elite defender. And I just that. don't remember this time where he was an elite defender. Exactly. 
Like I never, I never remember hearing about Nikola Vucevic downloads unstoppable and right. Like I, I'll give you the three point numbers, but I think even with the three point numbers, right, you see it as an accent. I don't look at Booch as the problem there. I look at the system you're putting Booch in, where yeah, he had to, what did he shoot thirty eight percent one season from the three point line down in Orlando last season before we get 40, him right forty percent the year before we got forty percent the year before we get him right. But it's an accent off of the game in the paint, right? He's taken, I don't have the numbers in front of me, four a game, basically. Uh, yeah, last two seasons with the Chicago Bulls, four and a half and 4.2. And his last year in Orlando, how many did he take? Five point, uh, 6.5 his last year in Orlando. And that's actually a lot of three-pointers. Yeah, but then keep in mind, though, he was the number one option number one on option. that team. Yeah. He's probably making two of them. Uh, yeah, I mean, 40.6%. 40%, so yeah, two. Yeah. So, I mean, look, I mean, what's he making? One out of four now, right? Like, that's that's basically, unless you're going to let him shoot six of them, that's what you're yeah. extrapolating out. So, yeah. I'm not tripping on Vooch at all. I, I, I like Vooch. I'm glad that we re-signed Vooch. I think that that was the only thing that you could do with Vooch. I know a lot of people dislike Vooch's game, but you got to utilize the guy for what he is. And I've said this many a times. Y'all would have hated Chris Bosh when he came here because he wouldn't have been a 20-point guy every night. Y'all would have hated uh, – I mean, you did hate Carlos Boozer. Uh, <laughs> and Carlos, Carlos, Carlos had two good seasons with the Chicago Bulls. Hey, he, had, he, had, he had an all-star season, and then he had a, uh, a season that was just below an all-star, right? Now, yeah. I think, And then he had this season here. And this season was the tough season, right? Where bro, this season with the eyebrow paint was the tough season. The eyebrow was, paint is wild, bro. Like you want to know what's crazy. crazy? I'm pretty sure this is post playing days. Like this might not be that long ago. No, bro, that was like that was like two weeks ago. I also never noticed how much of a schnoz this man got going on. It right wasn't before. that big. It's gotten bigger as he retired. Has it gotten bigger it's since gotten he's bigger retired? retired? Is that what it is, bro? <laughs> did he get a nose job to enhance the size? <laughs> you know, we got to find out. Did he, like, break his nose late in his career? No, he just... might have, actually. I never thought about that. I wonder if that did happen. I <laughs> Look at us trying to add logic to it. Do I, va- I vaguely remember him wearing a mask. Did he break his nose? That would actually make a lot more sense for the nose if he broke his nose. <laughs> that or it happened completely off the court and somebody just was like, ain't you Carlos Boozer? You missed that layup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't find anything off the top of it. Hey, bro. <laughs> uh, hold on, wait a second. Carlos Boozer suffers extreme, extremely odd injury. Was no, this? that's no, that's the Bulls one. That's when he first showed up. Here, oh, yeah, yeah, over yeah, his yeah, bag. Yeah, yeah. Tripped, a, tripped over his bag and messed his back up. Sure. We was like, yeah. we was like, we know what you was doing, bro. You exactly. had that leg up. <laughs> We've all been there, bro. We've, <laughs> We've all, been, all been, there. been there, bro. Oh, it's happened to everyone. Um, but with that said, <laughs> next up, we're gonna be talking about uh the things that the Bulls need to improve on this season. But before we get into that, we're gonna talk to you guys about our sponsor, and that's Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace Case. The Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication in the case of an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They, they handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. 
Don't get caught up unprepared. Save more than $360 uh, by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com, promo code LOCKEDON. All right, Pat. Things that we want to see the Bulls improve on this season, bro. And when you look at it, like there's, there's a number of things that we can go to, man. What's your first go-to on things you want to see the Bulls improve on this season? I like how we've, we've put it here, right? It's not things that we want to see. It's things that they have to improve on. Yeah. And realistically, there's one thing that sticks out in my mind. How many times last season did we talk about the Chicago Bulls going four-plus minutes without scoring a basket? Yeah. Yeah. You cannot, cannot, cannot do that this season. And I think if that's something that the Bulls can eliminate scoring-wise, right, where you just have your thing that you do, right? Listen, hey, we haven't scored a bucket in a minute and 20 seconds. Who's the guy we go to? Do we go to DeMar here? Do we go to Vooch here? Do we go to Zach here? You have to have your play that you know is going to get you a bucket every single time you run it. I don't mean you got to run it all game, but just when you get in those moments, because there's so many moments last season where the Chicago Bulls defense actually did well in those four minute gaps and kept you in those games. But the problem is you couldn't turn that defense into offense. And that happened way too consistently last season. That's the number one thing that this Bulls team has to cut down on because there's too many of those games where it seems like we have them in hand. It seems like we're going to go on and, and we're dominating the first half or we're dominating the third quarter, whatever it is. And then a team finds a way to creep back up and end up winning that game. Too many of those games last season. That's the number one thing the Chicago Bulls have to improve on coming into this season in my mind. I, listen, I agree with that uh, wholeheartedly. Like the the scoring droughts is crazy, and I love that you also did point out that like the defense still does pretty good because we go through those four minute scoring droughts, and the lead doesn't always increase. Now we did see it happen in some games, right, where the Bulls gave up the 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 big leads. How many you know ten point leads or plus that the Bulls had that they end up allowing to go down by the end of the third fourth quarter? Um, so yeah, that's a great point there. What I want to see from the Bulls improve is is the half court defense like it, it there there are certain times where yeah we get good transition defense and that's helped us to our defensive rating but like the bulls need to be a better half court defensive team specifically defending the three point shot that's we saw it so often like the bulls have in a, in a league where the three-point shot is becoming more and more and more of a weapon that teams rely on and eliminating the mid-range shot. You have to be able to defend the three-point shot better, and that's what I want to see the Bulls do a lot of next season. Yeah, I mean, how who's going to be the biggest asset to that, though? I think that's the real question, right? Like, there's so many guys on this team now that it feels like can be, right? You're talking about a Tory Craig, a Javon Carter, Alex Caruso, who already was here. Right, like I mean, hey, bro, they still got Javante Green on the on the player list on here, bro. Is he is he on the? T- are we sure his contract ended, bro? We can't have him. We, like, we sure? have all of our contracts. He bro, can't be on the bro, team. I swear they've updated this. I see Henry Drill. I see Uner. <laughs> Where are you looking at? Him. I'm looking on our on our website. You know, what I mean? I'm looking on our website. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> Julian okay. Phillips, Adamas, Sinai. bro. Everybody's been updated, and Jalen and and uh, uh, Javante Green is still on this team, bro. 
<laughs> That's crazy. Is Javante Green still a member of the Bulls, bro? He it, listen. He's an honorary member. He was Did there they when they secretly signed him. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> bro. Does he got a Billy Donovan contract, bro? He makes. <laughs> they secretly signed him. That's hilarious, bro. Oh God, bro. But no, nah, I just for me, realistically, the the thing defensively with this team, especially like you said, in the half court set. I think that the breakdowns just continually come from that power forward position, right? Like I need to see P will step up in that moment or Tory Craig, whoever does end up getting the number one job there. And there was too much flux there last season. I said flux. Uh, there was, I mean, right. Like at one point we had DJJ playing it. Then DJJ never sees the floor again. We had P will in there, right? Like there's just too many pieces swapping in and out. And I think realistically that hurts your defensive timing and all of that, because now Vooch is like, oh, that's a very different person standing in there than I had in there yesterday. You know what I mean? And I think that yeah. that, that hurts the Bulls in the half-court set. And also just somebody to, again, I feel like something else they have to have. Who's the person that's going to hold this team accountable when they're out of position? Pat Bev was there for an hour and did it. Yeah. And there's it's too many times when it's just, oh, I missed that. That's my bad. And even Billy Donovan said this, right? Like, I know we're very different on Billy Donovan, but the number one thing Billy Donovan said last season that I absolutely believe and, and respect from him is when he called out the players and said, there's too many times where we're going, that's my bad coach. Yeah, there's too I remember many that. plays on yeah. the floor where you're going, that's my bad coach. That's my bad coach. That's my bad coach. No, do your job. And hold people accountable who aren't doing their job. That's what we need to see this Bulls team do most of all. I mean, like, the accountability on this team is is non-existent, realistically. Yeah, I mean, everybody kind of does their own thing. And, I mean, like, like we know that DeMar is a mentor and things like that. And they all get along. But, like, we do need somebody that's going to hold hold people accountable. And that's why I have said before, like, I, I hope that Javon Carter brings the Chicago edge to the Chicago Bulls because they need it. Yeah, somebody's got to do it. It's not Isle. I, you could tell. You could tell that uh, that that he was he was a little more on the reserve side in Morgan Park. He was uh, he was in class. Shout out to Iota Sumo. Uh, Are we slandering him for going to class? I, I'm not, kind of. I guess I don't. Know. That's crazy. Derrick Rose didn't, and he's a superstar. He was a superstar. Like, wow. Keep it going, bro. Like, this is crazy. that wild? That's this a little little while there. Let bro. me ask you this: How many hoopers you grew up with? You you was in Italy, so it might be a little bit different. I was, I was like, how many how many how many hoopers you grew up with? Where uh, where I don't know about hoopers, but so I played football, right? And I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, there was a class that I had that I didn't give two craps about yeah. this class. And keep in mind, I was I was star football team. And uh, the, one time I was talking to the to the teacher, he was like, "Uh, you got to see." I was like, "All right, cool." He was like, "No, you don't understand. You have." AC. I was like, bet. Cool. That's all I need to know. You can go to practice now. Bet. I'm out. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. You know, when you're the best on the team, you don't be in class. That's just that's just how it is. I, maybe maybe it's changed over time, but I I saw dudes. I never forget. We had I got to do this every. We had Jeremy Richmond. He played at Waukegan. <laughs> One day he was just at North Chicago. That's the school I went to. He's just walking the halls in school. It's That's like crazy. it's like one thirty in the afternoon. And I said, 
<laughs> Jeremy, what you doing here? <laughs> Y'all got out early? He said, boy, I ain't been to class this week. I said, all right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And now he's overseas. Uh, hey, snap into action. I think he might be just doing nothing. I think he's overseas. Snap into action. It's NFL season with a fan duel. America's number one sports book right now. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place five a $5 bet that's $200 in bonus bets win or lose if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel there's no better time to get in on the action the app is so easy to use there's a wide range of betting options including spreads player props over unders and more visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season FanDuel official partner of the NFL all right Pat last topic of the day right before we started recording we got uh information that me and you looked at we talked about uh HBO is going to be streaming live sports on HBO Max. But, you know, while initially that's kind of how we read it and what we were going to talk about, they're actually launching it as part of a new uh, Bleacher Report sports live thing that they're doing where it's going to be bringing some college games, uh, MLB, NHL, and NBA games, if I'm not mistaken there. Um, The streaming wars coming to sports and live sports being on these streaming apps is kind of the next wave. Adam Silver has already talked about it, like with the the TV contracts that I think are renegotiated next summer. That's going to be a heavy part. They're trying to get all the streaming rights back. So, for example, now, like even on NBA TV, you, Pat, in Chicago cannot watch a game that's aired in Chicago on NBA TV. They're trying to eliminate that where it eliminates all blackouts and things like that. Yeah. Do you think this may be the first step in getting getting to something like that? Well, I think the first question realistically is uh, who are your contacts at Bleacher Report? Because I got an entire uh, show, the Windy City Breeze, that uh, needs to be on that network. Anyway, uh, no, I mean, we'll talk I, about hey, that listen, offline. Listen, yeah, I mean, I would love to host the <laughs> Chicago Bulls podcast for ESPN. You know what I mean? So maybe we could do something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We, could make, we could make things happen. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Contacts, baby. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about this off the air. <laughs> Nick, you're not <laughs> listening, are you, Nick? Close your ears. No, uh, realistically speaking, though, I mean, I think that can this be the first step in kind of stemming the tide on this? I, I, I think it kind of makes it worse, right? Realistically, because at the end of the day, you're splitting your audience and you're creating an audience. Now, the thing with this is right. There'll still be live sports on, uh, um, TNT, uh, uh, TBS, all of those, right? All you'll still get all your games on there, but they'll also be simulcast over on HBO Max. You're paying more for it on HBO Max. Realistically, this is a way to kind of help the cord cutters, but the, they lied to us about the cord cutting, bro. Like that's why I think yeah. that this just makes it worse. Because now it's like I feel like if if you're like me, we're all in the same boat. I have YouTube TV because of the Sunday ticket and all of that, but I also have HBO Max. I also have Netflix. I also have Hulu. I also have, I'm paying just as much as cable at this point. Yes. Like it's so much money. And yeah, can I cancel it at any time? Should I probably cancel it at any time? Of course I can, but I don't. And most of us don't. And that's how they keep getting us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Here's the thing, like, I, I get what they're doing, and if somebody, like, and it also, forgot to mention, it is an added $10 tier. You do have to add that tier on uh, to be able to get that. And so, I uh, listen, 
at some point, it's just going to become, like you said, we're already paying as much, but we're going to start getting those bundles, right? Where it's going to yeah. be like, hey, you can get HBO Match, Disney Plus, and whatever else, Paramount. I don't even know anymore what it is. I have them all. It just, it, you're going to get that. Like, by the way, there is an app that you guys may, uh, I, I have to remember what it's called, that you can log into all your streaming apps and access them all from one app. It makes it great because, like, there are times where I'm literally like, Wait a second, is this not on Paramount Plus? No, this is actually on Discovery. Like, so it's hey, great, shoot that my way. We got to figure that out. Right yeah, I got you. Got you. That's crazy. Yeah, I got you on that. But we uh, do a lot of side deals on this podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Chicago podcast, bro. It is what it is. It's a Chicago podcast. Tell Vinny I said hi. <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, it, it it is getting to the point where it's just being like cable again. And there'll be a readjustment. Like I said, once these they start bundling up and like even now after, you know, ESPN pulled uh, uh, their uh, Disney pulled ESPN and ABC from Charter. Now, yeah. not only have they added that back, you now get Disney plus the ad free, the ad version free if you're a Charter subscriber. So, like, you're going to start seeing stuff like that. To Charter, y'all version it. of Spectrum? Yeah, yeah yes. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they, they pulled it from Spectrum, too, so I didn't know if it was basically the it's same the, thing. It's the, Charter, I think, is the overall company, but yeah. it's, it's Spectrum, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. I, I don't know, bro. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I think at this point, I kind of feel bad for old people, finally. Like, very rarely do I feel bad for old people. I feel bad now because it's like, bro, like, I just want to watch the game. I don't want to have to have Amazon Prime. And now what I will say is this. Have you seen the Thursday Night Football game on Amazon Prime yet? I have not. It is amazing. Okay. Like it makes the it one, of course, right? Like, I don't know if you've seen the baseball games on Apple TV yet or not, but like yeah. it, it it's 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 a beautiful camera, it's a beautiful shot. They have the over bro, it looks like Madden. It literally like it's like you're watching Madden. That's crazy. But it's a real game on the field. They even have like your digs underneath the people's feet that light up when the receiver comes open. And if you and now instantly you could be like, oh, my quarterback missed him. He sucks. It would have been so many red lights after that Bears game. But uh, it's just it's 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 a weird thing to see, and I love the progression of it. But I do wish that there was some place that just had all of it. I mm. feel like we're two segmented now, right? Like back in the day, listen, if I want this, I'm getting Comcast. If I want this, I'm getting Directv. Now it's like I can have all of this, but I got to have HBO. I got to have Netflix. I got to have Hulu. I got to have this. I got to have this. I got to like, dog, like I got to pick and choose. Like I got to. And, and I get it. Everybody has their own live TV. I'm sticking with YouTube TV because the four screens on uh, on NFL. Hey, that's Sunday a game ticket. breaker, bro. Wow. That's, yeah. that's, that's phenomenal. Chef's kiss, bro. Saturdays and Sundays are elite. I haven't watched a commercial in weeks is what I'm saying. Like. There was one time where all four of them synced on a commercial. I thought I was going to have a stroke. Like It was crazy talk out there. But it's it's just, I feel bad for the people that don't get it like us. Yeah. But I know that the NBA and the NFL have to cater to the markets that are us because we're now the young people with the money. Case in point. I got they nothing left to add, bro. The Gator on Young Brothers Money. Uh, hey, man, follow <laughs> us on everything at uh, Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Path the Designer. Appreciate y'all for showing love. Bleach Report. Got a couple of shows if y'all trying to uh, love. Like <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls. You guys can follow me at CEO Hayes. For Path the Designer, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked On Bulls, man. We out here. Peace, y'all. Peace. 
Nah, for real though, the connections is about to be crazy between us. 